Now, what if you're on a dysfunctional team? What if you're on a team that's not as healthy as you would like it to be? The question is, as Gandhi would say, can you be the change that you want to see in the world, right? Can you be the change that's needed for the team and be the example of that person? So if trust is an issue on the team, how can you become the most trustworthy person on the team? Do you keep your word, right? Do you keep confidences? Do you have people's backs? Welcome to the Rising Leader Podcast, where being a high achiever doesn't necessarily equate to being an effective leader. Let's check to see if you're in the right place. If you're rising through the ranks of your organization so fast that your leadership skills need to grow as fast as your responsibilities, you're in the right place. If it seems you need different skills to lead your team or lead from within a group of talented, competitive peers, you're in the right place. If you're looking to become a trusted advisor to the CEO, you are definitely in the right place. So now that we know that you're in the right place, enjoy today's conversation. Before we begin, I have something for you. Have you not read Only Tens 2.0 yet? If you've been listening to the show, my guess is you have read it. Would you like to give away a copy to someone you care about, someone who's struggling with time and energy management, someone who needs to focus on the important things? Well, if you go to markjsilverman.com, click on the red resource buttons, we have put a free copy of Only Tens 2.0 for you to download, and you can upload it onto your electronic device of choice. I hope you enjoy. If you're in leadership, you should be reading Patrick Lencione. Uh, I talk about him on the podcast all the time. Uh, He's featuring in uh, my new book, The Rising Leader Handbook. He's just the consummate leadership thought leader, and especially around teams. His book, The Five Dysfunctions of a, of a Team, so powerful and so important if you're either leading a team or part of a team to understand those dynamics and make it the best you can. Part of a healthy team uh, are have, have these kinds of ingredients, building trust, mastering conflict, managing conflict really well, achieving commitment, so being commit, committed to the goals, they embrace accountability so they take responsibility for things and they are focused on results, right? So those, those five things, building trust, managing and mastering conflict, achieving and keeping commitments, embracing accountability, keeping our word, and being focused on results are the way to build a healthy team. Now, what if you're on a dysfunctional team? What if you're on a team that's not as healthy as you would like it to be? The question is, as Gandhi would say, can you be the change that you want to see in the world, right? Can you be the change that's needed for the team and be the example of that person? So if trust is an issue on the team, how can you become the most trustworthy person on the team? Do you keep your word, right? Do you keep confidences? Do you have people's backs? Do they trust that you have their backs? Once you're that person, then you can start addressing whether or not other people are doing what that, you know, so you can actually help raise the level of trust on the team by being more trustworthy. How do you deal with conflict, right? How well do you deal with that? Most of us don't do it really well. How can you get better, right? How can you learn how to be a good disagreeer, right? How can you help other people when they're disagreeing moderate conversations? Commitment, right? Are you, when, do you keep your word? When you say you're going to do something, 
Do you keep that, do you like, can people trust you that you will do what you say you're going to do? And if you're not, you're going to communicate that that's not going to happen, right? So the question is, you know, once, once people know that you can be counted on, it's so much easier to hold other people accountable when you hold people accountable. I work, I've worked with several CEOs who have trouble keeping their teams on task, uh, making their numbers, doing those kinds of things. And when I look at them and we, when I have them look at themselves, they see where they don't keep their words to themselves. They're late for meetings, right? It all leaks, right? So can you be that commitment that the team needs so that they can trust you, right? The next piece is accountability. When you say you're going to do something, you do it, right? When something goes wrong, do you take responsibility for your team, right? It's not them who did it. If it's your team, it's your responsibility. Can you own your mistakes, right? Again, that that goes all the way down to trust. If you make a mistake and you don't get defensive and someone calls you on it and you say, you know what? I did that. That goes a long way in fostering trust. It helps in managing conflict, right? Because you, it's easier to conflict with someone uh, fairly if you know you can trust them that they're being a good partner and doing the best that they can. And then the last piece is, are you committed to the results, right? Are you rowing in the same direction as the company? Are you all in, right? They say 99% uh, bitch, 100% is easy, right? So are you all in on achieving the results? When you do these things, you raise the boat, you raise the level of the of the organization. You can influence how that team becomes more and more functional. So it's Patrick Lencion's Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Absolutely excellent book. Once you if you read that, even if your your leadership team is not going to be reading it, you'll see how you can impact your team. Thank you for joining today's conversation. If you got value, please share the episode, give us a thumbs up, write us a review. And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a question that you have, send them my way. Look forward to connecting on the next episode of the Rising Leader Podcast.